0: there everybody it's left look welcome back today is to tu- to tu- uh tuesday november 1st 2022 i'm hanging out here with dj hello and jacob hello sir and i'm julian of course and we've we've had a busy week we've got a lot to discuss
1: we're not and your best buddies this week
2: we're you just... are i just have to try and keep it fresh it's because we played Stellaris on the weekend we, <laughs> we wounded him
1: I didn't mean to.
0: No, no, it had nothing to do with you. It was a fucking bug. I should have been designing my ships from the beginning. I shouldn't have let the prefab ships into my
2: navy. Uh, You should just have them on a... like a hotkey or something, you know?
1: (laughs) Yes. I've decided to play my next playthrough as a... uh, as a hive mind to show you it can be done. And then after that, I'm going to play as a devouring swarm hive mind that just can't do diplomacy on okay. our third playthrough to show you that even being a dick to everybody can be done you just gotta be real sneaky about it
2: yeah. <laughs> oh of course it can be done that's all right. that's basically all of human history I look forward to continuing our
0: Stellaris um, B-plot I guess <laughs> B-plot, yeah I
1: guess we're just three guys who hang out and talk sometimes, we have one uh, dedicated listener, there's a guy on Instagram who liked to photo And <laughs>
0: to them big shout out to them our only follower yeah parody our only follower we've got we've got so many we can't keep track but yeah um well (laughs) we have you know
1: tens of listeners on spotify streaming, way more than that tens of millions you wish Um, (laughs) that's what we're reporting that's what we're reporting. The t- The IRS comes and arrests us for not giving any money. Whatever, the CRA or whatever.
0: Yeah, Canadian Radio Association. No, yeah, no, no. That's, no, that's no. who handles the taxes. You, you
2: don't understand CRA. It was all cash transactions. It's perfectly legitimate.
1: <laughs> in Canada, we do things a little differently uh, to our American listeners. And, in fact, our Canadian radio agency does do our... Um, taxes for us it's just a hiccup <laughs> of the yes. 1930s i don't know how that happened <laughs> <laughs> there's it's a mix good. up
0: there could only be one cra at a time they're once really again, pulling their weight though to be fair
1: that's true. once again listeners i'd like you to welcome you back to your favorite source of misinformation and disinformation um yes
0: and sometimes actual information
1: uh yeah speaking of actual information big week in the news we didn't really have to try too hard to fish what we were going to talk about this week thank god uh, i don't know what to start with what do you guys want to start with
0: should we let's let's start on the extremities and bring it in to ontario at the end i like that um, brazil
1: i think that takes us to correct yeah brazil
2: brazil book. is pretty extreme have Do you, you seen, it? have you seen Carnival? Oof. I have not seen <laughs> Carnival. What's that? A movie? Uh, it's the, uh, it's the big uh, parade, the big festival they have. Sorry, they might call it Festival. Uh, no, the big, uh, normal, isn't it? Uh, I, Mardi Gras, you know, Mardi Gras. I have no idea. Did you really? see the animated was movie in Rio? I thought,
1: I thought Mardi Gras was just in the States. I have no idea.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's a big deal in uh, Latin America. <laughs>
1: Uh, in fact, that's the central uh, position I want to take on our uh, intro bit on Brazil. Was, to our listeners, uh, there was an election recently, you may or may not have heard, and uh, the socialist there, uh, Lula da Silva, won. And I guess uh, my position is just like apologetic that we didn't cover it earlier. We're only reactionarily covering
0: it. But, you know, no. good for him. And we, we support the people it. of Brazil. We touched on it with the first election. This was a runoff, right? I'm pretty sure we mentioned it previously. I think
1: we meant to, and then we just were like, nah, let's just do it when it, gets, when it comes time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but, you know, we do support Lula Da Silva because, you know, he lifted so many millions of people out of poverty. There's a, a bit about Lula Da Silva uh, that's done often, but I love it. You can measure... Uh, the impact that he's had on the average height of the Brazilian—it's—it's yeah. it's increased by like six centimeters or something like that, based on his last reign. Wow! Just from the food he brought to regular ass people.
2: Yeah, I do be good... I, I do be supporting food. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know what? Uh, socialists have always taken the position that feeding your people is a good ass policy. I I uh, can't fight him on that one.
2: Yeah, nope. that's uh, that's a platform I can get behind. <laughs> yes, that's a platform I can stand on. Maybe jump around a little bit too. <laughs> Bread it's and a platform I'd eat off of. Dude, no, we have tables for that. You know, it's, tables are platforms. I guess. Food tall platforms. ones. Am I a platform?
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: guess
2: now. Kinda. Yeah, Lights, yeah. Shucks. So this was a very slim, like super, 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 super slim win for Lula, correct?
1: Uh, It sounds that way. And that's the way that it's coming in the, uh, in the media, in the mainstream media to me, Mm -hmm. it was a 51, 49% win if I'm reading correctly, but that's a major win. He's a like a socialist approaching a communist right there was the military and the federal or the federales the police there uh, Mm -hmm. were like conspiring to keep people out of voting booths and shit all over the country and they still won by two million votes right yeah that's a major win and then also on top of that joe biden uh i'm gonna refer to him (laughs) as i'm gonna refer to him as dark brandon here emperor of the earth, uh, the night of the election comes out and says, I'd like to congratulate uh, Lula da Silva on his uh, electoral win, right? Just basically saying there will be no coups, right? In
0: a free and fair election, he said.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) And apparently uh, Bolsonaro's reaction was to send all his advisors away from the mayoral, uh, not the mayoral, the presidential palace, and just went to bed. He just went to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't been heard from since is the
2: last information I had.
0: Nice yep Respect yeah that's him. a
2: very compromised situation having very clear control of the force in Brazil and then outside forces being like don't don't you dare or you're gonna have a bad time.
1: Yeah, to me, Dark Brandon is uh, making a calculation that he needs peace in South America for the finagling he's doing in East Asia right now, and this is a purchase. It's a straight-up business transaction. Like, Joe Biden's no friend of the Brazilian people. For him to be, like, the socialist one, get over it, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. sus as fuck, right? Like, Yeah. Um, and it's because he's ra- waging a spectacularly triumphant uh trade war against China right now and uh, he needs peace everywhere else so that he can continue to wage this war uh, the chips the microchips war I'm talking about that's going on right oh, now yeah, <laughs>
0: yes the, And the war, microchips, the war of the
1: chips they will fall where they may America just said uh, anybody who sells to China is fucked and then everybody stops selling to China in Southeast Asia and China's like holy shit I guess we're fucked, <laughs> 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 and that's the situation right now. It'll change. They'll adapt. Someone'll yeah. buckle, right? India will produce. I don't know. Something'll happen.
2: Yeah, there's always something going on.
1: It's a, it's, it's a um... fencing match, right? There's never mm-hmm. an, a never-ending
2: one. No, unless somebody's sword breaks, but then <laughs> they just they just get a new sword.
1: No, someone else picks up the sword. You know, like.
2: The broken sword?
1: I mean, they, so they're at a disadvantage for a bit. What if they break your sword? And then they got time to build a new sword. And then, you know, somebody else picks up the broken sword. On yeah, and on history rolls.
0: I do not watch enough fencing.
1: Yeah, I guess. Last time I did. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that analogy very... did break
0: down pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: They'd make their own swords. Yeah. It's, uh, it's changed a lot. It's changed yeah. a lot since the days of yore.
0: I feel like there was good news for China, and that there was good news for the BRICS uh, alliance or whatever. Well, the BRICS what
2: alliance just got a socialist elected. What could What could be better?
0: Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> um,
1: I don't know. I don't yeah. think uh, Lula identifies with China at all. Well, yeah, we'll I'm pretty.
2: Wasn't he? We'll see. Wasn't he quite anti-BRICS? I thought I read something about that
1: he's he's like a he's from a labor movement labor mm-hmm. people like god love them and they'd make most of the right decisions but according to their nationalism they're they tend to be pretty reactionary right mm, like, yeah and lula, lula i have no doubt will act in brazil's interests because that's what he was elected to do right <laughs> like but yeah he's uh also going to act in the brazilian people's interest more importantly so that, i don't know and, and and aligning with china right now it just doesn't make any sense to me why not cuz brazil's the next power right <laughs> why right, hit instead you... of china yeah it why hit your wagon to a dying fucking post i like brazil you know i uh, they got uh, a massive population uh that's a different speaking yeah. language in a, a part of the world that they could dominate that has all the resources you could ever need to do anything right mm-hmm. they're the makings of a hegemon all they need is the americans to slip up in their command of the world or their own internal stability for a couple of years and they could bounce to world triumph you know what i mean
0: okay Is that a prediction we should write down?
1: Not a prediction. Not. I don't think it happens. (laughs) But like, the potential's there. Yeah. If this was a game, a map game, and I had to pick a country, (laughs) I was uh, choosing to be Brazil's up on the list. Yeah, I mean,
0: Mm -hmm. for sure. Big.
1: Much
2: clay. Big old Brazil. Give clay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's favorite bonus resource.
2: Yeah. I usually go for uh,
0: for wheat personally, oh. <laughs> and then I you try to build us. the most roads. We're just on a map game tear here tonight.
1: Yeah, I guess Stellaris isn't really a map game to me. Oh, come on! I it's a guess. galactic
0: map. It's the map game, in my opinion, because <clears throat> I don't play the other ones.
1: <laughs> it's fantastical, <laughs> and it, it it breaks like a. The moving of armies, you know, over hard points and strategic points, it makes it really fantastically easy to follow because there's just lines on a map, right? And you know, yeah, that your planet is there, so that's obviously special. You know what I mean? So those lines are worth more than those other lines. It's just like a really easy calculation.
2: Yeah, they did really. Uh, how do I want to say that? They, they, they did this in simplifying it they did a very good job of uh narratively tying it to the game world you know there is a line between two planets but then they go ah that's because that's where the hyperspace lane is and mm-hmm. you can't get between two planets quick if you don't take the hyper lane mm-hmm. so like sure you could do space combat and go around and i don't know flank i guess but you... oh, who's got time for that no one <laughs> that'd take that take like light like years we don't got time for that we got to go the speedy
1: way to be fair you didn't play very much but you, there is uh ways to circumvent the hyperlane thing and uh, i was uh trying to max min my way towards one which is the uh the psychic jump which allows me to jump basically five or six systems in any direction mm. For a, for a combat power loss, but I intended to be so powerful by then that my fleet would destroy whatever at half combat, whatever anybody else could put up. And so my psychic fleets could bounce around the map, conquering everything, not worrying about anything. It's, it was a great plan. <laughs> In what a about defensive war about... only,
0: though.
1: Yeah. I don't do offensive wars, Julian. Exactly. <laughs> I just conquered the whole galaxy in defense.
2: <laughs> uh, Sun Tzu said that, something <laughs> like that. Always be the defending army.
1: The Romans taught that lesson. They uh, they never engaged in a war that wasn't defensive. They had a whole tradition about it. They uh, they had to send priests. They had to give them notice, and then they ceremoniously threw a spear at their dirt. Hmm. Long time they did that, like up until like the end of the Third Punic War, or something like that. And they had like conquered half the Mediterranean by that point.
2: Yeah things things really yeah uh, things really fell apart after that first one. Just wasn't yeah, a good rival after that.
1: I agree. It's where America was at after World War II. It's a very similar situation. Hmm. They overcome someone who's like the only other real competitor for top dog of the world. And then they kind of just become scum after that because they were like, well, let's just become corrupt as fuck as we rule the world.
2: (laughs) Such is the way of empires.
1: And eventually, and this is a prediction, the, the corruption will bear on the empire so greatly that they'll need conquest to sustain it. And at first... They'll dress it up as, uh, like, the voluntary admission of the anglophone states—Australia, us, the British. They'll just absorb us, conquer us.
2: What if we? What if we start speaking French real quick? Everybody just learns <laughs> French. I don't
1: think like that's a viable strat, but. We'll uh, I it think it's mind. a better
2: strat than being conquered. <laughs>
1: I don't want to be conquered. I would resist, right? But like uh, the inevitable tides of history. I see people who are in these trucker convoys waving flags that are half Canadian, half American, right? That kind of reactionary thought base, right? That, uh, I don't know, that cultural assimilation tide of history thing. That's hard to be, uh,
2: it's hard to be fought. Yeah, it's not really a fight. It's just kind of a, an ideological battle. A battle That's... of culture.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, we need more maple syrup.
1: No, we need the <laughs> YouTube need. algorithm fixed, like yesterday.
2: <laughs> what about that uh, C11 bill? That'll
1: help, right? We did That'll that bit us. last week. Uh, anyways, uh, Lula, we support. Uh, he didn't do anything corrupt, and even if he did... So has every other president in Brazil ever. So Yeah,
2: come on. It's just money laundering. Get over it. <laughs> I really,
1: I really agree. How much money did he take? He's the most powerful man in Brazil. He took a little money. Give me a break.
2: Yeah. And I, even then, it's just laundering. You're just moving it around. Yeah.
0: Hey, you, come on. It's a
2: service
1: but you're providing. I truly believe he didn't do it, but I don't care if he did. I really don't. Because Bolsonaro mm-hmm. did the same thing. And, uh. Nobody oh, and far worse, I'm sure. And far worse. Much more of it, right? Yeah. But uh, I don't think he did it, end of the day. And then huh. also, he won the presidency from prison. That's some gangster shit, you know what I mean? Like, that is
2: pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a documentary about him. There better be. Maybe on Netflix.
1: There's uh three documentaries on Jordan Peterson. Wow.
2: Yeah. That's three too many. That is
1: three too many. I thought I was against burning of ideas and books and things like that, but right there, you got me. burn Jordan Peterson, fucking.
0: I don't know, man. Some of his writing is good for a laugh.
1: It's uh We've had enough laughs off it. The entire <laughs> left, the entire internet left, spends a good portion of their time dunking on Jordan Peterson because it's so fun, right. <laughs> But, uh,
0: you have to be the lobster.
1: <laughs> but he deserves it, right? I can't wait for him to break down again and go back into the hospital because nobody in polite society will talk to him, and he was raised with the values that he fucking prescribes all the time, and so his inner demons will just destroy him. Yeah, you know I mean yep. it, Oh yeah. I I root for it daily. <laughs> Speaking of uh Bad things happening to the right people. Do you want to move on to Pelosi's husband or what?
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm very clueless as to I only know this happened. I don't really know the details of it. So if you could shed some light on it, yeah, I'm in the same boat.
1: I uh I don't have a lot to say about it, but there's uh, the details are thus uh, a guy broke in. He intended to kneecap the uh, speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi. Mm -hmm. Her 82-year-old husband protected her. Uh, He got a cracked skull for his (laughs) fucking diligence. Uh, And uh, I think security nabbed him after that. And, And then... Anyways, the right has distanced themselves from this guy uh, and said, well, obviously he's a left-wing PSYOP or a, a trans-violence uh, person or something like that or he's yeah, gay or something. And he come, <laughs> the guy came out and put out a statement and said, no, I support the GOP agenda. I wanted this. <laughs> 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 and uh, again, I can't make that up, right? And uh, I remember watching... Uh, the uh the news story on cnn the day it happened and my mm-hmm. uh and i remember saying i just i just don't care to my dad and uh my dad was like well nobody deserves violence and i was like well that's stupid right because like <laughs> some people deserve violence right adolf hitler des- deserves violence right we got to at least start there right at i think
2: uh, i i think uh in a in a Compromise. I don't think anyone deserves violence, but I think a lot of people earn it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: Maybe I think that's, that's a, a way dis-
1: to put it. I don't know. If, I think that's a distinction without a difference. We'll return to it in a second because I gotta. I gotta cap what I said, mm-hmm. uh, which is. uh I don't think Nancy Pelosi or her husband deserved violence, right? But they have certainly, certainly done enough evil shit to have earned it. Now that I'm mm-hmm. thinking through the distinction, yeah. yeah. Uh Hitler <laughs> deserves violence. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and her husband be- just being capitalist ghouls becoming disgustingly wealthy off of insider trading from their political knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right? No, I don't care. I don't care if someone beat her with a beat her husband with a hammer. I mean, couldn't care less, in fact. They had a hammer? Yep. Yeah.
2: They broke in with a hammer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, what kind of security system is the uh, Speaker of the House, the third in line to the presidency, right? Continuity of government is being threatened with a hammer by the imperial masters of the world. They got to give their heads a shake down south. They got to get their act together, in
2: my opinion. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty bonkers. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I...
0: I saw some sort of right wing take that this was somebody they already knew, like a sexual partner, possibly of some sort.
2: Oh I don't know if there's any my
0: to that.
1: Oh gosh, no way. She's <laughs> 80 years old. She's got some weird sex thing going on. <laughs> I mean,
0: Liz Trusted no. did
1: apparently as well, right? Liz Truss is an 80. She's like 60. I believe well, that. All right. And I think she'll never get off again. She's obviously Liz Truss. <laughs> I'm on Liz Truss again. Fuck, I thought for sure Liz Truss would be dropped last week. That'd be the last we ever talk about her. But anyways... <laughs> wow. uh. Liz Trust will never orgasm again because she has a thing for power, obviously, and she has been shamed so publicly, so unanimously, so disgustingly, that she'll just never be able to reach that kind of pride again. You know what I mean? Or
0: she's into humiliation and she will just be coming for the rest of her life.
1: She's just been one big fucking <laughs> pleasure seeking kink thing. Wow.
0: Yeah. And she got it done in record time. Like, yeah. <laughs> You couldn't have made a bigger mess of yourself faster if you tried. Destroy, like,
1: she made sure that she uh, offended as many people as possible, right? And she was like, how can I, with the least amount of action, just hurt the most amount of people that's making the most amount of enemies so I can get the most amount of degradation for the rest (laughs) of my life, right? That's so funny. That's such a good bit.
0: I mean, that's what I choose to believe. Is that substantiated? I have no idea. Same with That's not misinformation. That's dogma. that's a fact. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're doing misinformation, disinformation, dogma now, and information.
2: I mean... I don't know what you mean by dogma here, so I'm just... I don't dogma know just
1: I means the just truth. With
2: it. Oh. Hmm, boring. <laughs> the,
1: the dogmatic truth just means truth that can't be questioned. Like, think of, like, mm. the Catholic Church at the height of their power.
2: Dogmatic. Well, they they were questioned. They just killed a lot of people about it. They dogmatically killed a lot of people about it. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, like, internally, they're... they're what's the word? Ah... <sighs> Their rationale, their their logic had to make sense to them, and it mm. it was like they spent so much energy debating the internal logic of it, right? Like, and then once they had figured what they were like secure about based on the scientific knowledge that they had at the time, they just became real fascistic about it. Like that's how I'm gonna tr- describe dogma, dogmat, dogmatism.
2: You're hanging behind that. No,
1: thinking about it, the Soviets at their height might even be another comparison.
2: Hey, yeah, maybe, yeah, uh, maybe Orwell was onto something by saying that totalitarianism comes in many flavors. Fuck he didn't me. say that. I'm bullshitting. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing <laughs> actually, but yeah, whatever. Comes yeah, in I don't flavors.
0: know man. like cherry.
2: Hmm. Or vanilla. Ah. Oh. I don't mean to. Root beer?
0: Maybe, probably.
1: Nice. Are we doing a bit I'm missing again because I have autism?
0: Fuck it. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> no, with we're just but...
2: th- th- this is just uh, being stupid.
0: Yep. Different flavors Join of the fascism. Fun. Join the fun. What do you think? I don't...
1: Orange? I don't mean to offend any Ukrainians, but I saw the funniest gif. <laughs> today Mm -hmm. and it was of Stalin and uh someone had just superimposed this text and it was just like obviously not what he was saying right Mm -hmm. like but he was just like um no we won't send any wheat to the Ukrainians the fuck are they gonna do (laughs) right like (laughs) and I remember thinking god that's so ahistorical and not what happened right like but uh God, that's so funny at the same time.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that crazy guy is Stalin.
1: There's a bunch of people who are like uh, conservative think tank people. Uh, who, uh, Ooh, People easy. who are...
0: Careful where pe- we go here.
1: Okay. People who are like in the uh, contributors to the Black Book of Communism. You know, the one that cla- uh, claimed it killed 100 million. Yes. They got access to the records in the uh, in the Soviet archives after the fall, right? And a bunch of them backtracked on the uh, on the genocide ac- accusation in the Ukraine. Just didn't happen, in my opinion. Yeah. No genocide.
0: I think that is the academic consensus or near consensus.
1: Yeah, and yet Canada Canada has an actual shrine to the victims of the Holodomor or whatever the fuck that is.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I remember I got pulled off the street in Toronto once to like be filmed at some sort of uh Holodomor uh like exposé almost. Mm-hmm. Like they had all these fact sheets up on the walls and they're like, "Oh, here, try a bite of this. This is what they were eating during it." I was like, I have never heard of this this thing before, and I don't know if I really care, but it's cool that you guys are so into it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think looking back, you don't think that. Um, Hmm? I think looking back, you don't think that. I don't think what? That it was cool that they were so into it. I mean, it kind of
0: (laughs) was. They were very upbeat. They had lots of gear. I was like, all right, you guys are clearly pretty enthused about this go get them that's that nationalism
1: was, well yeah but
0: that was my first experience with the hello tomorrow I guess, I yeah that's what i'm saying of,
1: looking back now
0: do you feel the same way what that they were cool for doing that yeah kind of they're doing like something at least and i don't agree that it's right but they're not just sitting on their ass so i guess One they're or two doing kudos more than... for them
1: they're doing more than we are. That's a fair criticism.
0: <laughs> yes. Not to not to sell ourselves short, but
2: they really were. We should hand out food to people on yeah. the street. <laughs> Irrationally. I, Here, uh, eat this.
1: I'm on my path. I'm in my own revolutionary struggle. I feel like you are too, Julian. No, DJ's well, an artist. He's on his yeah, own. Yeah,
2: I don't count. <laughs> in yeah, many, in many censuses, I am... Uh, I am a non-entity.
1: know, your uh, artists have always uh, had the revolutionary struggle, and I don't think any of them have ever won. No, so.
2: <laughs> it's a it's a losing battle, and then and then some of them make really cool paintings, and then other people go, "Wow, this is so moving! I really have to wonder what they were going through that inspired them." <laughs> It's just so moving and then their corpse is just rolling continuously in their grave like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs>
1: yes. I believe you have that in you, to tower over history like that, DJ. Uh, but I wouldn't have said you had won after that if you had achieved that. You oh, I goodness,
2: mean? no. Yeah. It's just a, it's, it's just a better form of loss.
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think that's a good way to put it.
2: Yeah.
0: But, yeah. hey, that's life. We're all creatives now.
2: Yeah, we're, we're all innovative. we're all producers.
0: Yes, and I I did mean us three specifically, but I guess like pretty much everybody now has to make content or it's part of the grind. Be lonely on the internet.
1: Uh, publish or perish. Yeah, as my old professor used to say.
0: Yes, I always hated that. Me too. I'm not publishing shit. I'm out of here
1: yeah i agree i do this shit talk thing because i find it fun <laughs> and i do it anonymously on the internet like <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> kind
1: of <laughs>
0: should i bleep yep. our names at the start of this one
1: <laughs> no the it's just a first name uh, <laughs> that's true but you know even if they find me like big deal
0: yep it's all parody i'll say it yeah. right now for the record all of this is parody none of it counts
2: yeah, any likeness I- to h- any individuals, alive or dead, is purely coincidental.
0: Yep.
1: We're three idiots. You know, We don't have any qualifications. We just like to talk shit about politics and hang out once a week. It's I fun.
2: mean, how many people who run a podcast are qualified? <laughs> oh, God, the day when there's a Bachelor of Podcasting.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's what a communications degree is.
2: Yeah. I know. I was just thinking that. There's already... There's already crap out there
0: like that. If you get a comms degree from Ryerson, you have to take podcasting one hundred two, two hundred two, three hundred two, and four hundred two. Take a bit of
2: a my project. soul, just left my body.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: I uh, I think about that all the time. That growing up, they were always like, "Be careful what you put online. Be careful what you put online." Right? Really, what the me- the se- message should have been thought about uh, centrally, and it should have been. Everyone has to post all the time, right? Everyone <laughs> has to be posting what they're thinking. And then when we're all grown up later, we could all go back through the files and be like, this person's a piece of shit. This person's a piece of shit, right? Like, and now um, we just have, sorry, I'm almost done the bit. Now yeah, yeah, we just have right-wing people who have dominated fucking public uh, spaces in social media, right? Like, uh, you could think about Facebook like a public social space right like everyone you knew in your small town was your connections right and so it was mm-hmm. basically like the public square and the, if the only ones who are posting in the public square are the people who are bigots and reactionaries and therefore have no shame right are uh, then that space is toxic and poison we should have been encouraged to put whatever nonsense came to our mind all the time on the internet in my opinion <laughs>
2: Yeah, we live you. in a really different world if that were the case.
0: Yes. Yeah. I agree with you, but I was posting RT pretty much the entire time, so.
1: Russia Today. Russia Today yeah. posts, uh, posts good information sometimes. Oh, yeah. Do I ever click any information that has to do with anything basically in their hemisphere? No, right? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Great, great international se- coverage. Yeah, great. great
1: Exactly, and even like sphere of influence, I would mistrust heavily. Like Syria, I didn't like a lot of their Syria info, but they posted the uh, that the chemical uh, uh, warfare fucking uh, justification that Trump used was bullshit. Well before anybody else, right? But you know, the it's funny you say that. The people I trust the most are probably like Al Jazeera. Like, <laughs> isn't that nuts? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. What a time we've ended up in. Yeah.
2: Um. All
0: right. Let's look at the notes here. No, that's I'm good. Both. I got I
2: got I got I was going to I was gonna. I was gonna mention. There's this. Um. I, I. I'm. I think I'm okay in saying it's a little known. A uh, little known anime called Kino No Tabi. Um. It's about this androgynous person, and a talking mm-hmm. motorbike. Stick with me here, and <laughs> every episode in, involves them arriving at a new town, and the town is always this kind of like um, encapsulated philosophical quandary. Okay. Um, I, I didn't watch the whole series. There's two. I, I won't get into it. Watch the old one. It's better. That's all I'll we'll say. Wait, the um, t- the town is an encapsulated philosophical quandary. Yeah. So every episode gotcha. they We're travel good. to a new town, and every town basically. You know, it's not it's not written out like this, but every town they visit kind of has a quirk, which makes it an interesting The problem uh, of evil, he, I, the, the trolley problem. I got you. just yes, Stuff like that. I mean, not that specific, not as, not as but, base. But... Yeah, it's much more nuanced. Um, yeah, it's it's very it's I, I found it to be quite thought provoking. But uh, you talking about this reminded me that one of the episodes I remember involves them traveling through a town that was completely quiet that was devoid of life but there were signs that everyone was still living there as they drove huh. by they they saw all these people just chilling out in their houses but nobody would go into town nobody would go to you know the town square or to the market and uh long story short it ends up being that the town had figured out a way for everyone to uh uh, they 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 say it much more academically in the show but essentially everybody can read everyone's thoughts everybody knows everyone's thoughts all the time Ooh. and almost immediately after they do this the town just goes nuts because everyone <laughs> knows the like secret thoughts the secret agendas all these terrible things that everyone's thinking and they basically start just beating up everyone at like neighbors fighting neighbors and uh i have to wonder if we lived in a society that uh, just regurgitated, you know, mental vomit. That uh, if we would not be in a situ- a similar situation.
0: <laughs> yeah. um,
1: that's so. That's such an interesting thought. And uh, we will eventually have to deal with that. And uh, uh, the more efficient societies, the more competitive societies, will be the ones that more fully adopt a uh, a consensus type of uh, thought uh, mm-hmm. pattern right uh but you uh you reminded me of uh, in speaking about that uh what was the uh, name of the manga what sorry not the manga anime uh, oh. that uh for people cuz you know it was interesting
2: oh it was called uh Kino no Tabi
1: Kino no Tabi i'm yeah. sure you can figure that out folks um yeah it also reminded me of uh, mass effect the geth. you know the oh, geth? oh
2: yeah yeah the geth.
1: The Geth are these uh, sentient uh, robotic peoples that uh, they exist mainly online and then they use pods. I, I'm going to use the word pods as uh, their interaction with the real world to gather the resources they need to continue. Mm-hmm. And and the way they do that is they split off bits of their consciousness into these semi-independent pods, right? And so the, they're drones are basically barely conscious but like they this consensus being can also uh make new beings out of itself without losing any of itself you know what i mean just like mm-hmm. the uh but uh the idea of consensus thinking the uh having access to everyone's thoughts all the time is a uh, a very violent one and very disturbing to think about for
2: sure yeah the the erosion of individuality is uh, just something we're not really equipped as, <laughs> you know, present living humans to Certainly uh, not. comprehend.
0: Not after the century of individualism.
1: I view religion, the major religions at least, as uh, the first attempts at the, that kind of consensus burning into a population, right? And without the uh, technologies that we have today think of what kind of some really smart psychopath could figure out how to make everybody think the same way for that whatever goals they think are sacred or whatever they need to get done you know what i mean yeah yeah
2: the uh the, the sacred technosphere is upon us exactly yeah. <laughs> behold the might perhaps perhaps we 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 too shall become the geth.
1: i uh no I wouldn't want to be subsumed. Would you want to be subsumed? I
2: like. I wouldn't, but I mean, at that point, I don't think you really have a choice.
1: Would I get laid if I was subsumed?
2: No, you don't need to anymore. You don't need pleasures anymore. There's only the will of the the center.
0: (laughs) Um. (laughs) For the record, I don't think I'd care if I was subsumed. uh... Sure, whatever.
1: Put me in a robot. I feel unsurprised by the answer. I feel like you live your life like that. It's very (laughs) zen.
2: Whatever happens, happens. He is a programmer after all. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That, yeah, really counteracted that vibe. (laughs) It it was very depressed.
0: (laughs) Well, I was actually thinking about that recently, and I feel like I got into programming because I wanted to know how things work. Mm -hmm. And now that instinct has just carried me to a point where i understand how things work on like quite a large scale and mm-hmm. my powerlessness in the face of that is just incredibly depressing
2: yeah that's life baby yeah you're
1: going to get into local politics and you're going to do good in your little garden and and we'll that's see. all that can be asked of you
0: advice for anyone out there don't go into programming unless you want to i don't know unless you're compelled. programming unless you're compelled by the same urge i was i think you're
1: doing pretty well I'm uh doing the fine. the uh and python right python's a uh, a good industry to get into
0: python is the best programming language we're not i'm not taking any questions on that one <laughs> i agree <laughs> all um, right should we talk ontario i guess i don't
1: have we're 19 in the, minutes for the third act it. Was that that article that you wanted to do, DJ? The keto no or whatever keto? Oh the...
2: no, no! I just wanted to bring bring that up because of what we were talking about. I actually yep. had something to to add to the conversation oh. for once.
0: Oh, my apologies. Please take it uh, away.
1: Do your article here, then. Because uh, you want me to? Yeah, the we don't have twenty minutes on fucking Doug Ford being a fascist.
2: Okay, well we can we can break it. We we can have an Ontario segment because mine's Canada related to. Um so uh, recently, I read this article. Uh, let me let me grab it real quick on Reuters by, uh, uh, forgive me if I mispronounce the name here, Ismail Shaquille, Um okay. for anyone looking for it. Um, and it talks about how Ontario, specifically Canada at large, is hoping to. Uh, well, the, the, let me backtrack. The federal government is basically. Um, fronting, uh, uh, shy of a billion dollars for this project that will implement, let me see what it's called here, A a an SMR, or a Small Modular Reactor, a new uh, kind of form of nuclear technology. Ooh, um, oh, no. Yeah, it's meant to be small scale. Um, I think in this article it describes that it would power at least 300,000 homes. Um, cool. which isn't huge for nuclear, but, uh, it's meant to, like I mentioned, it's meant to be a very localized, safe, self-contained nuclear power plant, um, that mm. is like interconnected on this grid throughout the, uh, um, you know, the region. Um, I imagine it would be tied in with Hydra 1 eventually. But, um, what, uh, what, what I wanted to kind of maybe discuss is that the article mentions that, uh um the minister of the environment or whatever their title is has said yeah you know this is a great initiative for combating our uh what the output the the pollutant output what's that called
1: carbon footprint
2: sure yeah yeah uh, there's a different term but (laughs) we we get the point right uh to combat our our footprint and, uh, you know, says, oh, this is a great initiative. And then the article goes on to say that uh, Canada has declared that uh, by 2050, right, our goal, our goal to meet whatever climate summit we signed a piece of paper that nobody cares about, unfortunately, <laughs> um, our goal is to have our emissions, that's a word, our emissions reduced by 40 to 45% by the year 2050.
1: That seems unambitious to me. That seems
2: unambitious and for reference the article very clearly says that those are similar levels to what we were producing in 2005. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, Very
1: unambitious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe the greater use of nuclear technology will eventually lead to a completely clean uh, grid. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for, and I, gotcha. uh, I just want to not worry about the the nuclear waste and just not give a shit about it. We'll just pile it until we can throw it in the sun, really safely and easily. But on been, the moon, I, the moon is an idea, but the sun b- just burns it and gets rid of it, and I like that. <laughs> but. Uh, I saw this video of uh, ways, like, more efficient ways we could get into space, and there's this uh, circle with an arm, and it spins really fast, and eventually the the circle kind of tilts up, and a hole opens in it, and it just kind of throws you into the air. (laughs) And eventually, with some rocket boosters, you get into space. And uh, I've thought for a long time, well, we should just be piling on the nuclear power and just, you know, saving that shit up, and eventually... Once that tech gets good enough, 100, 200 years down the line, we will just throw all of our excess nuclear waste into the sun. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you like that bit. And then in the, as we – it it actually completely makes sense because as we use up all our nuclear power that we have in uh, Canada, is especially mm-hmm. how I've thought about this, we have ridiculous amounts of just uranium and nonsense lying mm-hmm. about – uh, but it would you be used up eventually? It's not infinite, right? Um, Absolutely. But the the goal would be to use nuclear power as the bridge gap for our like proto Dyson sphere, which would be like uh, space stations that collect uh, solar power all the time and transmit mm. it. You know, what I mean, like real yeah. fucking space age wizardry. I completely cut you off though. Where were you headed? Oh,
2: I was just. Well, Julian, did you have something you wanted to add? I feel like you did.
0: Uh, maybe I could talk about energy storage in a minute, but I think I'm.
2: Okay, there. sure. Uh, but basically, yeah, what I was going to bring up is that uh, this this they don't expect this reactor to be done for eight years. Essentially, they don't expect it to be done until twenty thirty, which is. I-
1: fronted a billion dollars for an 8-year project on a smaller nuclear reactor.
2: Yep. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> one of them, one singular oh. one just so they can test it out. <laughs> and they want okay. the emissions to be down by 40% in that by 2050.
0: That sounds um, like a not so bad use of finances, honestly.
1: Really? Uh, that to me sounds like a complete waste. <laughs> the uh either really invest in the in the smaller nuclear tech and the billion dollars ain't gonna cut it right or like just don't do it and just start investing in plain old-fashioned nuclear tech that we have right now and eventually that'll just improve on its own smaller nuclear tech i i don't feel is a uh viable strategy anyways do we have the uh the educated population and the money to pay that educated population to like constantly move about and survey these ridiculously uh, placed small nuclear power plants doesn't geographically make sense to me. Did you know the, uh, the United Kingdom uh, can't put out so many nuclear powered uh, ships because they don't have the scientists to do it? They don't have the uh, the enge- nuclear engineers, and they don't have the ability to produce people that they uh, consider safe, and that's why they don't have those
2: people. Oh, that brain drain. Isn't that <laughs> interesting? Yeah. That is a little interesting, yeah. I mean, it's like that everywhere, really. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It seems kind of weird and arbitrary. I'm, i am i i'm sure you know there would be there would be a coincidental you know if if we had more nuclear then people would be in that field more you know I agree. if nuclear was a bigger deal then people would be going ah a uh, money success potential <laughs> i will go i will go learn about the nuclear things and then work there yeah, the brain that's what cells $1 million
1: dollars is for the brain cells we waste on finance and medicine in my opinion are just ungodly it, i mean is,
2: at least medicine is doing something fine i'm with you 100 medicine needs
1: uh uh and it does good for humanity but it is getting over and above it's apportionment it's allotment of our oh, uh, yeah. of our educated people who like mm-hmm. how many people from a young age study to be a doctor right a lot a lot that's a lot of that's a lot of wasted talent because there's just no other fucking title and honors that go along with something else Mm -hmm. maybe we need to extend the doctor um title to more people in society
0: yeah well it is it is pretty extensive but i got my doctorate in gender studies
2: yeah Right, that it's not valued. People don't. People don't go. Oh my gosh, you're a, you're amazing and have money because only one of the doctor types gets, <laughs> you know, bitches and money. Yeah, I just wanted my language
0: here briefly on the nuclear subject. The Canada mm-hmm. does have a rich history of producing these small reactors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Starting in the fifties, I've got the Wikipedia up on my phone. Starting in the fifties and sixties, we produced these things called the Can do reactors, mm-hmm. which are very that's small. Pretty cute. Right, that's a great name. I'll see what it looks what it stands for in a minute here but uh, they were big hits on the export market hmm. we sent them to Pakistan Argentina South Korea Romania and China ooh so that might be the play here again
1: I've never thought about that I don't think we have the resources to support like a global network of nuclear power like there's not that much uranium around. I think we could support ourselves in the Commonwealth off the uranium or plutonium or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the resources we have, but to start like a like a Saudi Arabian-style power play, like Julian's starting to no, uh,
0: no, no, no not foment
1: there. <laughs> That's what that is in the end. That's how that would be adopted and taken. I suppose. Away. That was have, in the 50s. They
2: probably you, figured this out
1: basically what you've turned into is like the guy who has the water and (laughs) you're just going to be like, well, you can't have any more water now. Right. Canada is
2: already the guy with the water.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's figured that out yet.
2: (laughs) If we just did, yeah. Water. No, sorry. We, we, we meant cider. We have a lot of cider (laughs) and syrup. We should Um, be doing
1: that too. We should be uh, saving up ridiculous amounts of uh, like, rations that can't go bad and uh, just stockpiling them because one day uh, one day soon they'll be good as gold on the international market
0: yeah all right uh, we're going to blitz through our last topic here um, no there's
2: not much to talk about no, I think- okay well then I'll ask the question I actually wanted to ask um, <laughs> like how sorry. how um how realistic how how realistic slash pathetic which is kind of already the vibe I'm getting would you two think that our emission goal is relative to what we're doing
1: wait realistic relative to what we're doing
2: yeah relative to like maybe just acts the relative part out of there like how how does how does our emission uh? Goal, how does that sit with you? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, poorly, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, uh, gonna get go... you that gets you one mark out of three.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> go with uh, this Ford government is completely illegitimate and fuck whatever they have to say about what our goals are, they have no fucking bearing on what our goals are.
0: Oh, I think he means Canada's uh, emissions goals. Oh,
1: yeah, is that Canadian? I thought yeah, it were, is like... Canada at large.
0: Well then, that's uh,
1: disappointing. The liberals have imperial fucking dreams. I told you a couple episodes ago they want 100 million people by 2100. They they have dreams of of hegemony. And they're disconnected from reality, in my opinion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't think our goals are... uh... I don't think we're going to hit them. And I also don't think we are tracking our like total consumption very well because we just export a lot of it, right? Like China makes the stuff and then we consume it and then we say, oh, China's polluting.
2: Yeah, that's a valid point.
0: So I don't know. I don't even know how our uh, carbon surveillance is even keeping up
1: with our goals. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, ravage the global south for resources and then we uh, force the global second tier powers to produce... The goods for cheap goods for us, and then we enjoy the fruits of high labor. Uh, to, you know, repeat the cycle. It's we live in a gross imperial territory. End of the day, we give a left look, but we live in an <laughs> empire. Yeah. Um, we're moving to Ford, though. Speaking of the empire, um, mm-hmm. our premier in Ontario, Doug Ford, the leader of the province, is, use his uh,
2: full name. Use his full name, Douglas <laughs> Ford douglas sorry um, i don't think it is douglas to be honest but is it, it? I'm, I'm mad at him so i'm using his full name yeah <laughs> he, uh,
1: he used the right within the canadian constitution i've done a, a couple times on this episode that the canadian constitution gives you no protections because in article one it says you know if this is uh not a sorry if any of these are violated by law then it's cool and then Section 33, which was invoked, which is the notwithstanding clause, which is basically just like, "Go fuck yourself" whenever we feel like it, because it's good for the government, <laughs> right? That's yeah. that's what that clause says, right? Like in plain plain English. And he invoked that yesterday. It was like we're ignoring all your rights: 2D, 2A, uh, which is expression, uh, the right to gather, uh, the right to. Uh, pursue happiness and liberty and all that shit right mm-hmm. all, all your great rights he's like suspended for teachers because uh you guys are gonna go on strike on friday and uh he's so in the wrong on this that i saw <laughs> for former blue jays commentator Tids, tim T- tim and sid you know who i'm talking about <laughs> tim and oh, sid yeah uh not the bald one but the the talented one uh sid cesario i think his name is Mm-hmm. Uh, he went off about uh, how gross it was. Uh, he started with uh, the teachers want eleven percent, and that's ridiculous. And I think that is that's uh, it's ridiculous that he said that because inflation's eleven percent. If they mm-hmm. asked for eleven percent, they asked for nothing, right? <laughs> like yeah, they
2: asked to just yeah. maintain the status quo.
1: Uh, but um, they, uh he went off after that and. It, he said, you know, one and a half percent is fucking disgusting, right? And you, people are acting like you have some kind of mandate and, uh, you know, only 40% of people came out to vote for you and you're making like a lot of people really desperate. All of a sudden there's people who have, uh, who are working three jobs that are teachers who are just going to all of a sudden be like, you know, I don't care anymore. Fuck it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that, that was some woke ass shit from someone I thought for <laughs> sure would be reactionary as fuck, right?
0: Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty base take from Sports Center.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I think he's doing daytime talk show host shit now. Oh, nice. Like it's oh, his the
2: liberals got him.
1: Yeah, the liberals <laughs> did pick him up because he's got that uh, I can talk to the everyman vibe, right? He's shouty. He's uh, he likes sports, obviously. The Blue Jays. Yeah. He, uh, talking to the everyman is just an exercise in yelling
0: <laughs> yes
1: there's a... so sorry I I'm just gonna to... yeah, so I'll can. finish and then you, uh, I'll hand the mic over for the rest of the episode The uh, there's this great quote by a British captain uh, mm-hmm. from World War II and he says the, the German soldier is made for service you just scream at him loud enough in any language and he'll say jawohl and do whatever <laughs> you say <laughs> And it was just thinking about talking to the everyman. You can shout most people down, and t- t- uh, Sid Cesario has that. He <laughs> just, just shouts at people. Anyways, yes. continue.
0: Uh, I just wanted to clarify. It is not the teachers here that are in strike position. It's teaching support staff under QP. Oh, mm-hmm. I think there's like some 50,000 people that may very well go on strike this Friday, and I hope they mm-hmm. do. That's my prediction. Predict big I thought the Friday. teachers
1: were going in solidarity for them.
0: That's what I heard, right? The they latest, could.
2: They very well could.
0: The latest I've heard is the elementary school teachers have pulled out of bargaining. They won't even talk to this government right now, so they could Damn. end up in strike right position very soon. And uh, secondary school teachers might be right behind them.
2: That's awesome. Solidarity yeah, the, forever. The secondary school teachers are under a different union.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, there's three of them, I think. QP is support elementary and yeah. secondary.
1: Yeah. The uh, why are they under three different unions? Jake asks as a syndicalist, um, f- probably anti-corruption things, but, like, isn't this just, like, an extra step for no reason, right? Like, <laughs> these, people could, these people could have been protected from this nonsense because uh, it, it was a bit I was going to do about uh, Jackie Fisher. It's always better to eye down your opponent. If the janitors were on the inside... And the Doug Ford was looking at the janitors past the shoulders and the chests of the many wealthy teachers, mm. right? It's a it's a less convincing target, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas he's bit off more than he can chew, and now the teachers have had to call it in the call the bluff, and now the economy has been damaged because of it, right? Whereas if the whole fight had been had in our heads, right, <laughs> we'd just moved on, right? Maybe no that's too
2: hard though that's why striking exists (laughs)
1: yes no striking is uh is supposed to be the government is fucked up right like Mm -hmm. and and striking is also supposed to be the compromise between the government's fucked up so badly uh people are going to kill people over it now right Mm -hmm. and so like uh I don't know. A, a developed, civilized country should not really have strikes, especially among their public, uh, public sectors. Right? That things should just be handled. What, yeah, are, they your pop- be. They what are your be, problems? What are your problems? This is what we can give you. Right? The Germans, the Germans do it best, in my opinion. They never have industrial action because the government is like it's our fucking job to keep those people there or else we're going to be voted out we'll be mm-hmm. instantly evaporated by these people if they don't keep us like this right I don't know that's an hour
0: <laughs> yeah that's an hour uh, DJ do you have any closing thoughts on the union action I know you, you kind of pay attention to that stuff
2: uh, keep on keeping on folks yeah all right <laughs> don't don't give them an inch yeah uh, lines yeah I, I i i did actually hear something and uh, maybe i shouldn't bring this up because it might put jacob on a tirade is that <laughs> they're going to they're going to challenge doug ford's uh pulling of, of the bill of rights or whatever yes that's uh, awesome
0: and they won yeah, last time
2: they did yeah they're they have a they have a good track record at ending up the victor against ford so i don't know why he's trying (laughs) Um, i don't know
1: i i feel like that's great but i think when when i get mad about the canadian constitution like i did i feel like that's what you're responding to there am mm -hmm. i correct in saying that
2: that's what i was alluding to Yeah.
1: the uh the canadian constitution i only get mad about the holes in it because it allows liberals to do this song and dance right like every time that there's i am appalled that this happened right like I'm not. It says right there they can do it, right? Yeah. Big bold letters. (laughs) I can do this and there ain't fuck all you can do about it, right? Like, I don't know. I I wish we could just change the big bold letters and then the liberals could be like, I'm appalled. And I'd be like, I'm appalled too, brother. Like,
0: (laughs) now what are we going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, good week. Good wrap. Yeah. Um, Good job,
2: everyone. Uh, stay strong out there
0: yeah bye bye